because if somebody can give you the shortcut, if somebody can give you a secret, if somebody can give you a lesson learned that will either prevent you from making the same mistake or recovering from it quickly or starting the race the right way, why would you not take it? Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. George. If all of your businesses were deleted today and you were starting from scratch and you knew nothing about entrepreneurship, what books would you read and recommend that would guarantee your success? Well, somebody asked me that question, so I'm sharing the answer with you. So in today's podcast, I break down the six books that are truly 100% responsible for my success as a human and an entrepreneur. This is the first episode I'm recording as a solo cast after the most magical event we've ever had. Now, if you've been at previous events, I love you. They were magical. But this one felt like we were all riding unicorns across a rainbow in Montana with the level of growth and depth and clarity and rocket fuel added to everybody's businesses. I I heard people on the microphone literally saying that one thing you just shared added $3 million to my bottom line. And those are the things that keep me up at night for all the best reasons where I fall asleep with a happy heart, a happy mind, and a happy soul. And so the event was incredible. And one of the things that kept coming up at the event is people kept coming up to me on Q&As. They're like, what books do you read? What books have you read? What books would you recommend? And somebody asked me, they said, if you had to start all over again, If you lost everything in your business, if you've never read a book, if you were just starting out, what books would you read and recommend to give you a leg up or almost guarantee your success? And so I've been reflecting on this question for the last couple of days, and I made a list over the last couple of days. I really, really sat with this. Now, for some context, I never used to read books. My wife will famously tell this story about how I thought I didn't need to do any work and I didn't need to learn anything. I could muscle my way in. And I was like, I don't read books. I don't need books. And I'm singing a different tune now. But I don't think I started reading until 2016, 2017. And since then, I've probably read or listened to 100 plus books. And they've absolutely changed my life. Because if somebody can give you the shortcut, if somebody can give you a secret, if somebody can give you a lesson learned, that will either prevent you from making the same mistake or recovering from it quickly or starting the race the right way, why would you not take it? And so what I did today is I compiled my six books that changed my life as an entrepreneur. And I have more than this to recommend, but I took some time and I dwindled this down into the six most profound, powerful books that have helped me both professionally and personally, when it comes to my life and my business. And I even put them in order. So the order in which I'm going to share these six books are the order in which I would recommend you read them and implement them. But before we get into the books, I want to read a quote from my dear friend, Jim Quick, who I love to pieces. And we've all heard readers are leaders and boom, boom, boom. And I agree with absolutely every single one of them. But I love the way that Jim puts this quote. He says, knowledge is power. You hear it all the time. But knowledge is not power. It's only potential power. It only becomes power when we apply it and use it. 
Somebody who reads a book and doesn't apply it, they're at no advantage over somebody who's illiterate. None of it works unless you work. We have to do our part. If knowing is half the battle, action is the second half of the battle. And so I'm going to give you these six books with a caveat. I want you to read them. But before you move on to the next book, I want you to take one thing from each book and apply it into your life and business so that you're getting momentum, you're putting it into action, and then you're moving on to the next thing. Because you can read all the books in the world and all it becomes a shelf help in your brain. But these books are how I run and live my life every single day. People ask me, like, how did you become successful as a consultant? How do people pay you so much money? Why do they always say yes? The book in the number one spot seat, which I'm going to share in a minute, is probably the biggest secret for me having the results that I have in life. And so here's my rule. You listen to the show. I love you. But knowledge is only potential power. Knowledge becomes power when we take it and when we apply it. And there is no such thing as collecting enough information or enough evidence to choose when to start. The moment you have a lightning bolt strike, the moment you see an ounce of clarity, the moment you pick up one of these books or listen to one of these books and it resonates with you, I want you to pause the book, put the book down and take that lightning bolt and capitalize on it and put it into practice immediately because that's the true path to growth. This isn't a game of perfection. This isn't a game of practicing until it's perfect. This is a game of practicing and then implementing to make progress because perfection does not exist, but progress does. And so without further ado, let's get into the six books that absolutely changed my life as an entrepreneur. So in the number one spot, we have the Bible from which I love my life. This is the Bible for how I do business, how I do consulting, how I work with my team, my friends, my families, and even my famous friends who say, I swear I know you have me in a customer journey. So the book in the number one spot is called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and David Mann. And if you have not listened to the podcast on this show with Bob Berg, open your favorite Spotify app, your iTunes app, wherever you listen to this show and type in The Mind of George Show, Bob Berg. He's an incredible author. But this book is a story about the five principles that you get to use to be a go-giver and live in reciprocity, okay? This book is how I do business. This book is how I do relationships. This book is how I do friendships, teamwork, and everything in between because I hate losing. And so this book is a Bible or a roadmap to guarantee that all I do is win. And I feel like I'm about to sing a rap song right now. All I do is win, win. I can't dub that in or else they take down the podcast. But the book number one that I want you to buy and start reading first is The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. And they've made some other versions of this book. They've made The Go-Giver Marriage, The Go-Giver Leader, and I recommend them all, but you have to start with the base foundation. And the base foundation is The Go-Giver. So book number one is The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and David Mann, which brings us into book number two. Now, book number two, was probably the first time I've ever read a book and felt in control of my life. See, there was a series of years in my life, and I would say it was probably when I was like 28 years old until I was 35 years old, where I was getting feedback in my life from my wife, from my friends, from my colleagues about, for lack of better terms, how big of an asshole I was. Not because I wanted to be mean, but because I had default behaviors and mode networks that were ingrained in me out of survival, survival as a child, survival as a Marine, dealing with trauma and dealing with wounds. And I used to remember going into therapy 
I used to go into my psychologist, I would go to EMDR and I feel like I'm just broken and nothing will change. I'm just broken and nothing will change. Well, those are some pretty crappy language to use and a lot can change. This book put me in the driver's seat and made me realize that every day I have a choice and I can design my future self. I can build my future self. I can live from that place of my future self. And if I choose to live there and I make one to three choices a day that align with my future self, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days down the road with consistency, I am a completely different person. So book number two is called Personality Isn't Permanent by Benjamin Hardy. And Benjamin Hardy, uh, I still believe he might be the number one writer on Medium, but he is a psychologist that transitioned over into writing books and articles to help entrepreneurs and humans thrive in their life. And personality isn't permanent, gave me the clarity and the tools I needed to start making changes tactically to who I am and how I show up every day to create the results I want in my life. You've heard me quote this before, and I'm going to quote it again. My dear friend, Alex Sharfin says all the time, we don't have the business we want yet because we haven't become the person to run it. And that's a trap that I was stuck in. It felt like prison for like six years until it finally clicked. And the book that made it click for me was Personality Isn't Permanent by Benjamin Hardy. So book number two is Personality Isn't Permanent by Benjamin Hardy, which brings us to book number three. And book number three is one that I pick up and reread at least once a year. And here's why. As an entrepreneur and as a human, I have a default proclivity to always go to how much I have left, how big the mountain is in front of me, how much further I have to go, how much more I have to make, how bigger of an impact that I have to create. And when I do that, it clouds my judgment and it affects my nervous system because it's from a place of scarcity. And that place of scarcity doesn't allow me to receive the gift of the present and look in the most important place I can look, which is behind me. And so if I'm going to go do an ultra marathon and I'm going to run 100 miles, it's really, really easy at mile 60 to be tired and broken and beat up and go, I have 40 miles left. I have 40 miles left. Change my mindset and my frame to I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. Look, I didn't prepare enough. But if I simply pause in that moment and I turn around and look backwards, and not only do I look backwards at the 60 miles that I've already covered, but I look backwards at the year of training that went into it, how I used to not be able to run three miles or four miles, and here I was finishing 60 miles, it changes my mindset into gratitude And I start to get the evidence that I should be collecting, which is how strong I am, how powerful I am, and how much confidence I have to be able just to achieve this. And in the world of business, I struggled with this for a long time. And so the third book recommendation, and remember, these are in order. The third book is called The Gap and the Gain by Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And Dan Sullivan has been teaching this for a long time. I believe his company is called Strategic Coach. I have a lot of friends that have gone through it. But he's been focusing on this for a long time. And this is a trend that goes through entrepreneurs all the time. And it's really easy to fall into the trap of lack or not enough, or there's always more. Well, what's funny is that's the recipe for entrepreneurship. Your initial goal might be to make $100,000, but then once you make it, it goes to a million. And when it goes to a million, sometimes that gap can feel insurmountable because we get focused on the gap and not the behaviors or the actions that we put into place that created the result in the first place. But by looking at the gain, 
where we've come from, the behaviors we've changed, the lessons we've learned, the things that have worked. And remembering those things, it gets us focused on what we can do as an input to create that next result and add to it to expand upon our reach and our impact. And so book number three is called The Gap and the Gain by Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. And remember, I'm giving you six. This is the order in which I would recommend you read them and apply them. So now we're going to move into book number four. And book number four collapsed one of the greatest detrimental paradigms that I have or have or ever had in life and entrepreneurship. And that paradigm was simply this. Once I've made it, I've made it. I made the million dollars, so it'll magically keep coming. I lost the weight, so it'll magically stay off. I became a faster runner, so even if I don't train, I will keep that behavior. And that just simply isn't true. And I fell into this trap as an entrepreneur for years. Oh, my emails are working. Uh, okay, don't change them. And then they stop working. Or that sales promo is working. Just keep it running, but never growing, never pushing, never stretching and falling into complacency. And by the time I would catch it, the result that I created was not only gone, but any progress towards it was also gone as well. And I was almost worse than when I started because I fell into this trap that there was somehow a finish line. And that finish line I always put into place because I never stretch my own muscle. You'll hear me say all the time, nobody has a marketing problem, nobody has a business problem, everybody has a relationship problem. With yourself, your team, and your customers informed in that order. And I kept missing the most important part, which was myself. And I remember as a Marine, some of the most defining moments in my life where I had the most clarity, the most confidence, the most drive to succeed, the most clarity for where I was, presence for where I was, was on the other end of hard things. But I realized as an entrepreneur, I was falling into this checklist paradigm where I was like, I'm going to do this every day. I'm just going to post this every day. I'm going to do this every day. Not realizing that I was atrophying myself and really going backwards because I was never really pushing. I was never challenging myself. I was never challenging the essence or the fabric of my existence or my being. I would go to the gym and work my legs, my arms. I would go do breath work and work my lungs, but I never really was intentionally doing anything to work myself. And this book changed everything for me. So the book in the number four spot is called The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter. This is a book that I re-listen to at least twice a year. And most of the time, I'll just pick a chapter as a reminder. I'll pick a story as a reminder. And I plug myself back in. But the purpose of this book is to utilize our gift, which is ourselves, to create environments which stretch us, which make us stronger, which flex our muscles to help us really develop a deep, deep sense of self-identity and push the fabric of our existence. And I love this cheesy quote, but around a rubber band is when you stretch a rubber band, it never comes back to the same size. And the same can be true for ourselves as entrepreneurs. It's really easy to collect strategies and tactics and tools and platforms. But if we don't ever flex the person who's holding the tools, then no gain will actually be made. And The Comfort Crisis is an incredible book to start stretching the fabric of our being, to increase our capacity so that we can become that person to have the business that we want. And so book number four is The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter which brings us into book number five. Book number five is a book that you hear me reference over and over and over and over and over again, and you will probably hear me reference it for the rest of my life. 
Because when it comes to business, no matter which way you slice it, every single business has a customer on the other side, which is a human being. And our job is not to control people or manipulate people. It's to become the catalyst for their change and their growth. And so book number five is The Catalyst by Jonah Berger. And everybody asks me like, customer journey, where should I learn it? How do I apply it? How do I become the best at it? How do I really empower my team? How do I empower my customers? How do I get them the results? And my answer 10 out of 10 times is a question. And it goes, have you read The Catalyst by Jonah Berger? And they're like, no. And I'm like, amazing. So keep that question, read the book. And when you're done, call me if you still have the same question. And I've yet to get a phone call after every single one of those people asked me because the book is that good. It goes down into the deep principles of human psychology and how every entrepreneur and business can become the catalyst of change in other people's lives, in your relationships, with your team, with yourself, with your customers. And it is seriously a PhD in guaranteeing to build and scale your business if you read it and if you apply it. So book number five, should be required reading for every single entrepreneur. I mean, I think ev every one of these, all six of them should, but this one, I can contribute probably 80% of my success just on this book alone. The principles in this book, applying them into business, applying them into relationships, applying them into customer journey. This book is probably responsible more than any other book I've ever read for my financial success because my financial success came on the back end of people getting results in their life because instead of me having their answer, I was the catalyst for their change. These are the principles that guide every customer journey teaching I do, every time I train an employee, every time I consult a private client. This is one of the most powerful books that has existed in our time as entrepreneurs, and it doesn't get enough weight, it doesn't get enough love, and I'm telling you right now that you need to read it and you need to apply it. So in the number five spot, is The Catalyst by Jonah Berger, which brings me to the number six spot, the final spot, the spot where I probably had the most resistance to applying these principles into my life. And I said this earlier in the show, and I said, practice doesn't make perfection, practice makes progress. And progress is the name of the game. I'm not a big sports fan, but I hear this analogy thrown around all the time. And I've heard it around baseball and they say home runs don't win baseball games, base hits do. And it's true. And I looked it up and I looked at all the stats and it's no different in our life. It's not the big swings that we make that create the results. Sometimes we like to give those swings credit, but in actuality, it was the small base hits that we had every single day that added up and at their culmination allowed the big swing to take place. And so in the final spot, and I have this one in this spot for a reason, because once you read books one, two, three, four, and five, this book is the book that you use to put every single one of those into practice to create the results that you want. So in the number six spot is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And this is one of the most powerful, simple, yet profound books that I have ever read. It talks about habit stacking. It talks about clarity. And I'm going to give you a life lesson from my incredible wife. My wife said to me a very long time ago, and it has never left me since, is that commitment isn't feelings. As, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, and as a human, there are going to be plenty of times that I don't feel like doing something. But if I make a commitment to my vision, if I make a commitment to a goal, I can't listen to or believe my feelings 
every single time they come up and take no action because progress is the name of the game that guarantees success. And Atomic Habits helps you take your goals, break them down, and put them into daily behaviors that build momentum over time to by the time you're 90 days, 190 days down the road, you've probably accomplished more than you thought you could because you protected the progress over the perfection. And so Atomic Habits comes in in that final spot, that sixth spot, about really applying this and habit stacking and playing into our humanity and the psychology of our brain and the biology of our bodies and how we operate. And I love this book paired with our wedge of expectations because I realize that progress is the only way that I win. It doesn't help me if I'm hiding behind my laptop, if I'm quote unquote researching, if I'm driving in my car mindlessly trying to avoid the things that I want to do. But in those moments of overwhelm, when I don't feel like it, when I have reactants, when I have stress, when I have drama, when I have things that my body is experiencing and I feel like catatonic, like I can't move, like I can't take progress, I go down to my wedge of expectations, which we have in our backstage pass. We've taught it numerous times. So if you want it, shoot us a DM on Instagram. Um, I think our backstage pass is 297. Uh, where I teach it. It's been broken down at my events. It's what I teach my one-on-one clients. But when I stack that wedge of expectations with atomic habits, not only do I make progress, but typically I blow it out of the water by practicing and having the discipline to protect my consistency every single day rather than procrastinating, taking time off, putting pressure on myself as an entrepreneur, and then realizing, oh, today I have nine podcasts to record because I set myself up to lose, basically. And so Atomic Habits comes in on that final, final spot. And my one caveat about all six of these books is what Jim said. Knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. It only becomes power when you take it, you put it into action, and you have the discipline to protect that behavior, that action, that task, or that choice over a sustained period of time to give you the chance to achieve the results and grow as a byproduct. So I'm going to recap the six books for you one last time before we wrap today's show. So the six books that changed my life as an entrepreneur, book number one, The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and David Mann. Book number two, Personality Isn't Permanent by Benjamin Hardy. Book number three, The Gap and the Gain by Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. Book number four, The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter. Book number five is The Catalyst by Jonah Berger. And Batting Cleanup is book number six, which is Atomic Habits by James Clear. And so here's my caveat for you. These books only work if you do. Read them. As soon as you get a lightning bolt, as soon as you get an ounce of clarity, as soon as you have a distinction of like, wow, that applies to me, that applies to my business, I can make that change right now, put the book down, Hit pause on the audiobook, put it into practice, and earn the right to consume more. And if you do that through these six books, and by the way, you can read and listen a lot faster than you think in the next 30 days, you will be living a drastically different life with drastically different results sometime in the next 30, 60, 90, or 180 days. But the work only works if you work it. And so read the book, get the lesson, put it into practice, and come back. And that's what I have for you today. So if you just found this podcast and it's your first time, do me a favor, go listen to another one. If you listen to this and it resonated with you, please share this with a friend. 
And most importantly, remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. So if my team and I can ever support you, please let us know. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Make sure you listen to another show and make sure you tell all your friends about it because knowledge is power and sharing it with the community makes you more powerful by having accountability with the people that you are doing this work with. So without further ado, I'm gonna wrap the episode. So you will either see me in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. but either way, it's time to cue the outro. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show. Please make sure you subscribe on your favorite channel that you listen to, whether it's in the car, on your run, or in front of the television. Make sure you leave a review to help other people know how much you love the show and quite frankly, help me know how much you love the show because I read them all. And if you want five-minute daily insider nuggets on business, marketing, leadership, mindset, or any other tool that you would need to build and scale your company, make sure you register for my invite-only newsletter. I call it the Lightkeeper Lessons. I hold nothing back here and I share everything that works for me, my friends and mentors, and thousands of my students around the world to thrive in life and keep our lighthouses shining brightly. We will eventually be charging for this, but for now, for you, because you're listening to the podcast, it's free. So if you want to sign up, go to www.lightkeeper.club, fill out the application, and then check your inbox because it's magic. You actually have to open the emails to get the gifts inside. Otherwise, you can get access to my Relationships Beats Algorithms Facebook community and other free resources on the website. So just go to www.mindofgeorge.com and I'll see you in the next episode.